Oh, uh, what? Huh? What was that? I couldn't hear you. Huh? Oh, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't really paying attention. Every day I ask myself, what am I doing to live my best life? Lifelong Learning and Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Three Pines Leadership. Here's your host, success coach, teacher, and mediator, Molly Dorst. Welcome, welcome. This episode, we're talking about communication. We're going to be talking about making sure that you're delivering great messages and also talking about listening techniques. At the end, we'll also be wrapping all of those together and talking about creating a culture of open communication. Let's give it a go. When it comes to managerial success, the importance of communication cannot be overstated. Managers must communicate regularly with their employees, know how to give feedback constructively, and be able to listen effectively. It's also helpful to have communication skills that enable you to inspire and motivate others. Here are some communication tips. Learn the basics of nonverbal communication. Nonverbal communication accounts for up to 60% of how messages are communicated. Adopt great posture, smile, and make sure to make eye contact. Overcommunicate to communicate. In communication, there are senders and there are receivers. Senders overestimate how much of their message is actually being received. Break down your message and ensure that you're being understood. Do you know Facebook and Apple have both banned PowerPoint presentations? It's believed that these tools hinder communication. Use your words, compelling storytelling, and nonverbal cues to communicate. Ask for honest feedback. If you regularly solicit feedback, others will help you discover areas for improvement that you might have overlooked. Engage the audience. Whether you have an audience of one or 1,000, engaging the audience helps keep their attention on you and your message. Ask the audience a question. Encourage answers from the audience during a brainstorming session. Or at least ask a hypothetical question to stimulate their thinking. Start and end with key points. Have you ever scanned your emails? If you go from top to bottom, you can see that the key points are in the very first sentence and the last couple sentences. Make sure that you use this method when you're doing any presentations. Master the art of timing. All great communicators are able to feel out their audience to determine when to move on to a new topic or when to reiterate an idea. Work on your extemporaneous communication skills. Write down your main bullet points and speak freely and openly about them. Don't write down word for word what you're trying to say or it'll sound like you're reading off a script. Add novelty to increase retention and memory. A recent study revealed that people generally retain more information when presented with a novel as opposed to routine situations. Focus on earning respect rather than laughs. It can be tempting to communicate with others in a lighthearted way but the most successful communicators are those who have earned respect. And finally, remember to listen. Listen more than you talk. You were born with one mouth and two ears. 
Listen to what others have to say. Then provide thoughtful answers that show that you've taken their ideas into account. Quite often, we're thinking about what we want to answer before someone's actually finished giving their thought. We don't actually listen to them. So I hope you keep all of these tips in mind. They'll help you create the best presentations and make sure that you communicate your ideas in the best way possible. Now let's talk about the importance of listening. We may have heard family members, friends, or co-workers make comments such as, Why aren't you listening? Sorry, I missed that comment, I wasn't listening. Or, did you hear what I said? The act of listening can be difficult because we're thinking about all the other things we have to do at home, or for work, or for school, that we're not focusing on the person who's right in front of us. When we're engaged in a conversation, we ought to be listening to what that person is saying, but may instead be thinking more about our own response. According to the book Listen Up, hear what's really being said, improve your career and your life by becoming a better listener, written by Jim Dagger, there are 10 areas a person could practice to enhance their active listening skills. The first step is to understand why it is important to become a better listener. Take a moment to reflect on why you think it would be important to be an active listener. The author outlines the following reason. Improving communication, lessening arguments, showing you care, better understanding of your world, and improving your memory. To become a more active listener, one must be prepared to demonstrate empathy for the speaker, be prepared to listen, Understand nonverbal communication and how it affects your perception of what's being said. And also, to be non-judgmental of the speaker. When you feel prepared to work on your active listening skills, here's our five steps on your journey. First, listen to content. So you're listening for facts and ideas. You also want to listen for intent. So you're listening for the emotional meaning of the speaker. Try to hear what the underlying message is. You want to assess the speaker's nonverbal communication. So try to read and interpret what the speaker is saying with their body language and nonverbal cues. Monitor your nonverbal communication and emotional filters as well. Be mindful of the messages that you're conveying through your nonverbal communication skills, such as your crossed arms, your tone of voice, or your scowling face. Listen to the speaker non-judgmentally and with empathy. Think about it from their perspective and try to understand where they're coming from. Listen without judgment. Now that you have a few additional tools to include in your active listening tool belt, take some time today to practice and enjoy the new ideas and perspectives around you. And we're back. So we've talked about communication in terms of delivering your message, and we've talked about it in terms of receiving messages and listening skills. Now, let's put those together and talk about how we can apply these active listening skills and these communication skills to your workplace and to your team environments. In most of my trainings, I will emphasize open communication, and that being a fundamental principle of any team that's going to succeed. You have to make sure that your team members feel safe and encouraged to communicate with you. Encourage open feedback and ask for that feedback on a regular basis. It's especially vital when implementing a new program or a project within your company or your team, 
and ask your employees whether they fully understood the message when it was delivered. Encourage questions and concerns to be addressed and use feedback to improve your strategies. Find out what works best for your employees. Talk to your employees to find out what kinds of communication methods they prefer. Would your employees prefer to be emailed or talk to in person to address any concerns or questions they have? Find out whether they prefer daily check-ins, weekly newsletters, or monthly meetings to keep them informed of policy changes and new projects. Find out what your employees are most comfortable with and try to work their preferences in with your communication strategy. Make sure your employees know your communication is confidential. Helping employees with personal concerns, healthcare benefits, HR policies, and procedures requires a great degree of trust between employees and employer. It's vital to show sensitivity for what your employees are going through while validating their concerns. Making employees feel safe and comfortable about coming to you with any of their concerns they have is important in fostering a relationship of trust and honesty. Use a medium appropriate for the message. Emails are quick, easy to compose, and easy to circulate through your company. However, they're easier for employees to ignore. If there is something more important to communicate to employees, think about scheduling a company-wide or even one-on-one -on -one meetings. And finally, be direct and straightforward. Don't beat around the bush or try to sugarcoat when delivering potentially negative news. Your employees will respect your honesty even if they don't agree with the message you're delivering. It's vital in fostering an open relationship based on trust and honesty. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. You can visit us online at threepinesleadership.com or join the conversation on Facebook or Instagram at Three Pines Leadership. That's it for this week. And remember, be excellent to each other.